When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So here we are, way in Wednesday, um, in the maintenance group where we talk all things maintenance. Um, so Gina's not with us today, but um, we have a great crew here to um, chat it out. So as always, we have Kim, our weight loss group manager. Hello, Kim. Hello. And we have Eileen, so a member in maintenance joining us today. Hi, Eileen. Hello. Can you hear um, me? So I- Pardon? Can you hear me Okay. Yes, we can hear you. You look nice and bright. Yep, it's perfect. Okay. And Kim, I know you're enduring a snowstorm right now, so I'm glad you got your internet back. Yes, yeah, I gave Odad a little bit of a panic moment earlier when I lost my internet. She thought she was going to be just the two of you guys filling in the time today, but but I'm here. So if I leave, please do not take it personally. It is only because the snowstorm has finally shut me down. Yeah, well, I, you know, when you said you might not be here because your internet was down, I said that's going to be just fine because I have Eileen, and Eileen has a great story. I really wanted to have her on. I think your story is really going to resonate with a lot of our members um, in maintenance. So, Eileen, I'm just going to recap. So, you have lost, um, you lost twenty pounds. You did three groups. Um, you used your last group to solidify, and I think with your story, we've heard we've heard other members say this before too that you know, I've only lost 20 pounds. I don't have this big grand um, number that I had to lose, but 20 pounds, you know, trying to lose and gain it back, trying to lose and gain it back, you know, over years and years can be just as hard and, um, you know, just as big of a task as someone who has to lose a hundred pounds. So I really wanted to have you on because what you said was interesting that, you know, until you found something like the Libby method, where you were actually learning along the way, and, you know, picking up tools that you could take with you forever. I think I thought that was, you know, really interesting and would really resonate because I think that's what maintenance and the living method is all about. Really, it's it's picking up those tools and taking them with you forever to your finally and forever. You're not just doing a weight loss program and, you know, going about your merry way. It's everything that you're learning and picking up along the way that's going to help you you know, be successful and, and be successful in maintaining. So I'm going to let you go. Eileen coming to us from Barry's Bay, Ontario. I know you've got a lot of snow there too, but, um, so tell us about you. Welcome. Well, thank you very much for the invitation. I, uh, I certainly, as Odette said, didn't feel like, uh, I should be on this program. Um, because the last few years I've been, gaining and taking off and gaining and taking off the same uh same pounds um at one time in my life uh, uh after my first year of teaching my top weight was 170 pounds and i managed to starve and deprive myself uh down to sort of 150 145 range 
And it truly was through many methods, but the starving and depriving method was the one that I unfortunately used uh, way too much. And I, geez, I did try and do my journeys on my own, but I'm sure that I shared some of that uh, in either directly or indirectly with, uh, with my children. Mm. Um, and I just felt that when my neighbor, Sharon Chipier, introduced me to the program and said, hey, do you want to try this? Because she knew about my struggles with weight through the years. And I said, why not? Um, and I kind of went in with not enough, a lot of information. Mm -hmm. But as I started to go through the program and reading the science and the knowledge, and listening to the amazing speakers, I, I was just, okay, this is going to work. My first program was actually just with a book and listening to podcasts uh, early in the morning or late at night. My second program and my third program, I, I did go in and I was all in. Um, and I've been good through the years at losing weight, mm -hmm. but this time... I was losing the weight, but I wasn't seeing fluctuations. My weight was slow coming on. Mm -hmm. And uh, that took a while to get used to um, because I had been used to taking off a little quicker. And I think maybe your body too was trying to adjust to this your this new method like you are feeding it like you had said like you were starving and depriving before so the weight was coming off super quickly you know yeah. and your body may have had some underlying issues it was trying to heal from and you know realizing like oh my goodness Eileen is feeding me here she's going she's giving me all of this you know food so there was probably some work you know happening behind the scenes as we call it or your you know your body's yeah. trying to rebuild and repair to get Those itself into that weight loss mode the six meals a day, what a change, what a change and not having to measure and weigh and not having to, you know, deprive what, what a huge difference. Now I mm -hmm. have been keep maintaining my weight for six months mm -hmm. and, um, and there are, I have definitely tested the waters, um, I I feel like I did the third pro the third program was definitely solidifying. I've tested the waters. There are days when I actually believe, and this is amazing for me, that I'm in my finally and forever. Mm -hmm. um, that's a little bit scary. The whole balance thing is amazing. I have so many less cravings. Um, I handle my stress differently. I know that I'm retired now. Oh, I didn't tell you I'm 65. I don't keep it a secret. I'm 65. Put it I'm out five, there, girl. Put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm five foot three. Yeah. Uh, I grew up that that helps to understand the story. I'm 65. Therefore, you know where I came from. My parents mm -hmm. were both uh, immigrants from Scotland. You ate every single thing on your plate as Dr. Beverly was talking about yesterday. And uh, it was 
you know, working through all of those issues through the last year um, and totally being disconnected in the past from my body cues and learning those body cues this year. Amazing. And yeah. Balance. And I know you, like you say, like learning those body cues and, you know, the time that you put in, like, that's really what the mindfulness too is all about, really leaning into it and and feeling those body cues, but understanding that that's what it is. Like, oh, you know, my body's talking to me now. I'm I'm understanding what it's saying. And I know how to, you know, react at this point, or I know how to go forward. So I know you said you were listening to all of these guest experts and you were listening to lives. And I want to talk about some of our, some of, get into some of our topics today. Sure. And I want to, and I want to know with you, you know, you were working through some, um, you know, associations, you said, and the experts were helping you. Um, but I want to talk about this week, um, setting intentions. Uh, we, that was one of the big posts that came out this week. And I feel like, you know, when we're in our weight loss journey, it's easy to, I don't want to say it's easy, but maybe the intentions are a bit more clear. I'm going to drink my water today. I'm going to stick to all my meals and snacks today. Do you find that your intentions now have changed? Are you, are they now that you're in maintenance mode, are they different for you? My, my intentions are definitely different. Uh, before, mm-hmm. it was definitely making sure that it was all about the eating and drink, you know, like making sure that all the meals were there. And and now there's definitely a calmness. And my my intentions have become more about uh, reading for knowledge, uh, mm-hmm. listening to podcasts, um, learning about adenosine. Uh, a term I had never heard before. <laughs> um, and, and I'm finding these intentions uh, good. Challenge, learning new things, um, but I'm loving the challenge. And mm. in introducing uh, more weight training and uh, like just light weights, uh, as well as my walking every day. Even on the really cold, crappy winter days, I like get today. it. Yeah, <laughs> cold today. Saturday was worse with the snow. Actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like somebody else went on their walk today too. Yeah, they did. They got out there and and got it done. So, Kim, I'm. What about from your perspective? Like, I know you you're um you know you're in the weight loss group a lot and you're on your journey still do you find that your intentions have changed like group over group or round after over round i am terrible at setting intentions i think the last time we had a conversation about intentions here in the maintenance group i was uh, looking at building the habit and i was just thinking about this last night before you even mm-hmm. mentioned that you wanted to talk about it today because i tend to, i tend to get up in the morning and just start my day i'm ready yeah. to go at it, but there's zero forethought that goes into it when I get out of bed. It's just get up and go. And I've been pretty good so far for the last, what are we on day 17 of the year today? Um, Mm -hmm. I sort of set the, um, Mm -hmm. I sort of set the, I'm comfortable with that. And I see how that routine is benefiting me. I was literally just thinking last night, like I need to set up 
a similar healthy routine for the morning for myself because I don't. I tend to just, like I said, just get up and go. Um, I see people doing it in the weight loss group all the time. And I think it's amazing. You go into the you know, question of the day post in there. It's just intention after intention after intention for people in the morning. And then obviously the reflections at the end of the day and you know how mm -hmm. beneficial it is, but it's those habits, building those habits, because I do think they really do set you up for success to kind of have a little bit of a map or a game plan for your day or what's my focus going to be today. Mm -hmm. And I know I definitely need that, but full disclosure, I'm terrible at doing it for myself. I, well, maybe that's your intention this year is to set intentions. Maybe <laughs> start that now. And I think what you said too about, um, you know, the end of day reflections, I think when we set these intentions in the morning, you know, we set our intentions with good intention, but what happens midday? Like, are we checking back in, you know, are you, are we using these intentions at the end of the day to say, oh yeah, maybe I didn't exactly you know, do what I had set out to do. I and mean, what can I change tomorrow? Or what can I work on tomorrow that I can, you know, maybe get to where I want to be? So I think that self-reflection at the end of the day too, that those intentions maybe just, you know, give you a bit of a roadmap even leading into the next day. What about you, Eileen? Do you find that you're reflecting on them at the end of the night? At the end of the I, day? I've always been a person that reflects on my day mm -hmm. uh, it, forever. And so, yes, I reflect um, on my intentions now. Although mm -hmm. I don't necessarily write down intentions, I have intentions. I wake early. I wake at 5, 5.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. I get out of bed at 6. And uh, be, for, by choice, I've always been an early riser, and that hasn't changed. Um, and uh, those intentions... Uh, some days they are very deep and some days it's okay. Today's the day where hopefully five minutes outside, I can do it. And, mm -hmm. and, and they're not, they're not, uh, as, as deep. Yeah. I think that's a big, important part of it is when you set those intentions, if you're not reaching them during the day to not look at that as necessarily a failure and just be so careful about how you speak to yourself when they yeah. aren't. Oh, I said I was going to do this and I didn't do it. Looking at the things you did accomplish and sometimes how far you made it. Like maybe your intention is to make all your meals, meals nutrient rich or get in all your water and maybe you nailed the morning, but something happened in the afternoon. Mm -hmm a little monkey wrench in your plan or something like that. And you recognizing that like, you know what? Yeah, I didn't follow through for the whole day, but I really nailed the morning or something unexpected. Mm -hmm. It was out of my control. I had to pivot and that pivot is okay. As long as you don't kind of let it, you know, bury you and mm -hmm. sort of start that negative self-talk like, oh, I didn't follow through. I think that's a huge important part of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, we have a comment here from a member. What do we have here? I write my intentions down and check them when I'm done. I put an X on ones I didn't get to. Some days are more red marks than green. However, it pushes me more the next day. I continue with my mm -hmm. progress over perfection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's so true. You know, like we said, like maybe we didn't accomplish everything today, but you know, how can that push us through to the next day? And we're not, you know, um, berating ourselves and belittling, belittling ourselves for getting everything done, you know, maybe that's your motivator for the next day is to really, you know, focus in on that. Uh, one of your posts talked about uh, choosing a theme word 
And this was a theme word that has sort of stayed with me uh, through the years because it was a theme word uh, at the high school that I taught at for a year. And the theme word was Kaizen, and it means change in by small increments mm-hmm. that lead to it's a Japanese term, and it that lead to um, that lead to uh, progress. And so that is my theme word, Kaizen. I love it. I love it. And it's, I think like little, little steps, like little progress, you're just building upon what you're learning. You're taking, you know, all these little things and it's going to eventually turn into, you know, exactly what you want it to be. We're just, you know, moving forward, small steps. Mm -hmm. I I, I have another, uh, another part of my, my journey. Um, I have, uh, I turned out I have high cholesterol Mm -hmm. and I found found that out partway through uh, the program. And so I definitely had another why. That why has not left. So that why is still with me. Um, but it, and that definitely keeps me uh, keeps me focused. Um, mm-hmm. But but I don't dwell on it, which is wonderful. It's calm because I know what I I know what I can eat and what I need to avoid. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, this, this whole conversation about, um, you know, setting intentions, and I know we've probably said that word a hundred times now, but, you know, setting intentions and really setting yourself up for the day, you know, especially when we're not, when we're transitioning from this place of weight loss to this place of maintenance, and we're not really sure what that looks like and what does solidifying mean and what does testing the waters mean and what does finally and forever mean? You know, it can be, it can be uncertain and uncomfortable. I think if we can just you know, spend some time in the morning or the beginning of the day, whenever it might be, and really just kind of map out what that's going to look like for you today. You know, maybe I don't have it all figured out quite yet, but what can I work on today? Or what can I think about today that's going to help me feel more focused and more organized? There's a great comment here too. Someone has said the first intention of their day is to reflect on three positive things Mm. in their life. It sets the day and my focus. I love that. I love starting that intention. Like it doesn't have to be, I'm going to do this or I'm going to. Something positive about your life that you can be thankful for or focus on for the day. Yeah. I think an intention can even be, I mean, it kind of in the same lines as like, I'm going to be more aware of this. I'm going to be more aware and try and see these little glimmers, these little, you know, positive things around me. It doesn't have to always be doing, you know, it can be about like setting that mindset and setting, you know, setting yourself up for really what you want your focus and your priority to be that day. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com.
Moonpig.com. Well, that was lovely. I'm glad we talked about intentions today. <laughs> I hope everyone's feeling a bit more inspired. Um, so just want to move on. Um, I know that at the beginning, actually, Eileen, you had said that, um, you know, you're noticing that you're not having um, cravings as much anymore. And that was another big topic that we had seen. So we, that post came out in the group this week mm -hmm. um, about changing hunger levels and cravings. And I think that, you know, as we're, as it's January and we're getting, you know, back into routine and back to habits, I think a lot of our members are surprised that they're starting to see those cravings um, sneak back up again. And I think, you know, we, we want to be in this place where like, no, we conquered them. You know, we, we worked through our weight loss journey. Our cravings are conquered, you know, but they do tend to creep back up. And do you find that they, that they start to creep back up or have they ever creeped back up for you? Um, fortunately for me, mm -hmm. uh, I can tell you how many times <laughs> cravings had, have taken over my thoughts for a while. So four times in the past year where wow. I, have, I have, I've had a hard time yeah. with the cravings, even though I asked myself the four questions and I made sure I had water and I was trying to decide, mm, am I, you know, is this hunger or is, you know, where am I at? And then uh, stress took me to, Oh, who cares? Um, mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, always continuing to be mindful. And I actually look back and go, wow, wow. Th this is like really, really a fabulous, like gratitude. I am mm -hmm. so grateful that I'm, I'm in a calmer place. Yeah. I think, you know, when, when those cravings can come up, if you're not in this calm place, you know, you can start to maybe worry about them or stress about them. Why are they here? What's going on? How am I going to, you know, and then they can be all consuming. And I think, you know, just reminding ourselves, like, where are these cravings coming from? And it, and it sounds like you recognized it, you know, you were feeling stressed out and, you know, maybe your body was looking for a bit of support. And in, that manifested into a craving for you, you know, that could have been where it came from. And, you know, really recognizing that, you know, these things are going to pop up from, from time to time, cravings are going to creep back in, you know, whether it's for salty food or, you know, for sugary foods. And I think, um, you know, going through this process and learning and taking that awareness forward with you, you know, is what's really going to help you. Like you said, you were able to recognize it and get through it. Mm -hmm. And community and having a next door neighbor who's continuing the journey. Uh, boy, that really helps. And a, a few close friends who you can reach out to and say, okay, huh, I need to talk this through before I reach for the bag of cookies or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think another one, like what I was thinking had this exact thought and then I saw a member said it at the same time. So thank you. Mm -hmm. I can't think who the name is, but you spelled <laughs> it out for me. Um, that they found cravings crept in during Christmas because of the traditional foods and desserts. Yes. I think the holiday season, you know, there's so many different things that different people are celebrating during this past month to two months, really, that's been going on since say US Thanksgiving is all of those 
memories that are attached to the foods Mm -hmm. and traditional foods, the habits, like always at Christmas. And I know my house, for example, has been the very first week of December. It started with the first basket of Purdy's chocolates that were delivered to our house for my husband mm. from one of his um, to work. And it continued through the month. We did receive another one after Christmas. And I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. They're still coming. But um, you have that there and it's there and it's kind of bombarding you almost. So I think it's expected too for some people at this time mm. of year to be getting back on track with that because the exposure to everything, like normally, I wouldn't think about chocolate, whether I have it in my house or not. It's not really a thought. But when you see a stack like this of boxes of chocolates on your counter, you're going to take a peek in and see what's in there. Do I really want one? Do I not? And think through it that way. So I think we're maybe faced with a lot more things generally during the holiday season than we are the rest of the year. So it's a great, that whole cravings conversation, I think also is sort of escalated and magnified mm-hmm. this time of year because people you have the sugar and then you want more so if you did enjoy exactly these, yeah you're, mm-hmm. you're going to be working at getting back on not enjoying them necessarily as often but it's pretty common to indulge more over the holidays and then it is a little bit take some time to just get back to your mm-hmm. habit which is now your habit of not having those things and of eating mm-hmm. healthy and of being mind stuff so is, you know, it's, I think it's expected time of year. I, I think it's really valid what you said, like you had it and then you want more. It can often be a snowball effect, right? Your body, you have it and your body is like, oh, that was good. I want some more of that. You know, especially when we're talking about, you know, these sugar cravings, your body has it, you feel this little rush from it and, you know, you want to have it again. So, yeah, I think that can be normal and, and, you know, come trying to, like you said, come back to your habits or come back to your routine is kind of where we're sitting right now and, and working through those again. And then we just had a member here saying, um, oh, I just hear it. Not really cravings I deal with. I think it's past habits, eating after dinner being my challenge. So we work on a daily and that's, that's true. It's eating after dinner. If that's always been your habit and you sit down, you know, Gina's used that analogy over and over again, you sit down with your bag of chips to watch Grey's Anatomy, or you sit down to watch TV and that was your time you know, to grab a snack. It's working through those habits. Why am I doing this? Am I, you know, I'm not hungry. Is it true hunger? You know, what is, you know, what's, what's going on here? So I think just even having that awareness, like having this member say, again, I can't see who said it, but having this member say it's past habits, having that awareness, you know, having, having, knowing that that's, that's coming up and that's, you know, something that's normal for you is something, you know, to work through and to work on. Well, I'm turning it from a mindful choice to have that bag of chips when you're watching Grey's Anatomy once a week that versus turning it into a habit where you have that bag of chips every night, no matter what you're watching, because you have yeah. it the night before. And that fine line between the two of those, like, are you choosing to have it or are you just doing it because you did it the night before and it's now your habit again? Yeah. I love this mindfulness piece, right? I just think mindfulness is just the game changer here. And um, you know, we talk so much about maintenance, 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 but really this mindfulness component and all of these members and even both of you like sharing this awareness and just sharing that, you know, this is what you've taken from this journey. I have this awareness now. I have this learning. And that's really what's going to, I think I said mm-hmm. at the beginning, really carry you through to your finally and forever. It's not just do the program and see you later. It's all of these things yeah. that you've learned and, and, you know, can carry with yeah. you now. Knowing it's okay if you have a choice day to not start 
deprived the next day, that you eat regularly mm -hmm. and enjoy your six, uh, six meals the next day. And, and, and it will balance out. It's an amazing place to be. Amazing mm -hmm. mindset. Mm -hmm. I love that, yeah. I love it. There's so many good comments. I'm trying to keep up with them all. There's so many good ones I want to share. So we'll, we're going to get to a few more. But I just want to move on to, to talking about um, habits and talking about um, cravings. We know that, you know, getting our water in can be a big one if we are, um, you know, craving those those sugary snacks. But what's with the water right now? I know I talked about it in the in the check-in this week, but our members are really struggling with water. So you know, it could be the changing seasons. It is really, really cold here in, in where I am. And I'm sure in other parts of the country that, you know, or parts of the world, wherever you are, that water is feeling a bit more challenging to get in. Um, so I just want to know, ladies, how do you, how do you stay on top of the water? How are you getting it in when it, when it does not feel appealing? I love my jug and hot water, hot water. Oh, yes. hot water. Such a good tip. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, I I love my, I mean, I've got water here. I've got, so this is my one liter mason jar that I, I always have with me in the house because it doesn't have a lid, so I don't take it with me. But I know that's a liter. And this is my other cup that always makes an appearance, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but my, my, so two cups that I love. Yeah, but also um, with the warm water, I find that going from ice cold water, which I, you know, do enjoy, you know, certain times of the year, but shifting it now to a warm water, something that's more appealing and cozy and really is, you know, serving me at this point, that warm water really is, you know, doesn't make a big difference for me. Yeah. You, so many people are mentioning warm water or herbal teas. That's one of my mm -hmm. favorite ways to stay mm -hmm. hydrated. I did that last night. Last night it was cold. I really wanted a glass of wine, um, <laughs> but I... <laughs> I knew that I was going to have to drink another glass of water. But yeah, <laughs> that's right. You would. dug around and um, I had picked up a thing of herbal tea or peppermint tea the other night because I realized I was out and I opened the package and that smell just kind of, and I was like, yeah, that's it. That's what I need. But yeah, a good herbal tea is mm -hmm. usually, I don't mind herbal tea when it's, uh, my issue is too, and I don't know if other people find this, like I start the day with coffee. Often I've been making myself drink a proper glass of water before I have my yeah. cup of coffee, just because otherwise I might get in the habit of having it. But I feel like with coffee, when it gets sort of lukewarm, it's not appealing to me, but tea mm -hmm. and herbal tea, I, it doesn't matter to me if it's gone completely cold, it's still delicious. So if I make a big thing of herbal tea, I can sip on that all day and it just mixes yeah. it up a little bit from the water. But yeah, I think the weather makes a huge difference in the water intake. Um, for a lot of people. It's like, and yeah. it's, it's so counterintuitive because your furnace is on and the air for, you know, is, is drier normally when it's colder and you probably need more, but you want it less. So finding those little tips, like hot water, hot water and lemon herbal teas mm -hmm. are good. Do you flavor your water, Eileen? Or do you just drink it like just as is? Often just straight out of the tap, but I do uh, occasionally add some lemon to it. Um, because I enjoy hot mm -hmm. lemon water uh, yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I try and have my uh, big, uh, a liter of water before I have my first coffee. That's and my, 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 my 
Well, for myself too, some days I do it. Some days I don't make it. Yeah, I do that too. So I'm an early riser like you are, Eileen. So I like to have my coffee early and I, you know, I try and have one of these two um, jugs, either my leader, this one is like 750 miles. I try and, because I would love to have another coffee right away. So I try and, you know, commit to drinking one of these first and then I can and have my next coffee. That's just a little habit that, that I've, you know, set up for myself. And then amount, you know, setting timers. I still set my timers once in a while if I know I'm going to have a busy day. Um, and um, what else? I'm trying to think what else I do. That's probably, like, probably the I really one. miss my water when I'm traveling. Oh, my mm. gosh. Because I know that I you know, need to be able to pull over and go to a bathroom, you know, regularly. And so I will cut back on my water. I so dislike being without my water. Mm -hmm. I have a little system. We have friends that live about just over four hours away from us that we visit often. And I have to drive up there to drop my son off sometimes. And I have a place where I know I can start drinking my water and I'll be able to make it. <laughs> you know, so you're I, rude. You have your root map dipping along the way for about three hours. And then when I hit that final hour, I'm like, yes, <laughs> I start drinking it. And then I get into their house and I run in there. But it is, it's, it's just not just traveling, traveling by plane. I'm getting better. I used to be terrified mm. of having to get up and go to the washroom on a plane thinking for some reason it's like an inconvenience. And what if somebody else is in there and stuff? And now I'm sort of more comfortable with that. But I think for driving, it's a big one. You got to plan it around that when your body's used yeah. to it. And I, like we're driving into the mountains when we go. So you can feel when the like hydration is being sucked out of you when you get into the mountains. And it's uh, you definitely, I notice that too. I miss it. And I have so many water bottles in my car yeah. all the time. So on that note, let's everyone take a sip. We all have our water bottles. All, everyone take a sip. Here we go. I see Jody backstage is sipping too. Brennan, oh, hydrating. Everybody's hydrating. <laughs> oh, any water with them. <laughs> that's the one habit we're not going to kick, right? That's the one that's going to stick with us for life now. It just feels so good to be hydrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so in the, um, so in the, um, so in the, um, so in the, we have another topic, but we're not, we're just going to, with the, uh, just in the, in the, um, keeping time at the top of our mind here, it's, it's time. For Irene's, your Eileen's reaction just now to the time being up is mine every single week, Eileen. Every yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You know, I say every week, it's a quick, it's a quick 30 minutes, you know, and we, there's so much we can talk about and, you know, which is why, you know, we love having these conversations um, every week. We love when Gina's here, but often if she can't be here, we want to make sure that we're still having these conversations and we love having our guests on. So, you know, it doesn't matter if you think that your story is is not relevant or, you know, it's unimportant. Every story is unique and every member that we have here is unique. So um, thank you, Eileen, for coming on and for sharing. And I hope that you do feel now that your story is important and it just it's as impactful as anybody else's that we have in this group. Thank you. And yeah. if anybody wants to chat at all, they're <clears throat> certainly welcome to do that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that we have mm-hmm. this community that we've built I, here that everybody is, you know, can, you know, are we here to chat? We're here to support each other. We're here, you know, through the ups, the downs, and we're, and we're here to share, you know, really share our tips and, and, um, our challenges and our wins at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
So on that note, I'm going to say goodbye. I want to thank you. Oh, we just had this comment. Loving this way in Wednesday today. Oh, that's so nice. Well, we love being here. Um, so I just want to say thank you, Eileen. Thank you, Kim, again. And um, I hope you all stay warm. And I hope the snow doesn't um, doesn't bury you too much, Kim. Enjoy it. Look outside your window and enjoy that. There's no lakes. <laughs> so it's a good view from the office today. Yeah. Okay, ladies, I'm going to sign off, say goodnight. And um, to our members, we will see you next week. Bye. Good night. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.